0: The Hockey Game is the best game you can name, and the best game you can name is the good old Hockey Game. And here we go, line ball to start this
1: game. Jeremy Loblowski and John Moraski teeing off on one another. And Toporowski is just pounding away at Robinson. He's said said, Tom This is a guy who set a Western Hockey League record for 505 penalty minutes. Let's well, call like it is. Barrowski's a boon. We're getting closer. He reaches in the right way, right, right. He's not that person.
0: He's just for Stu Grimson. Oh my goodness! Scott Parker for the KO of Stu Grimson. this is one of the best hockey fights we have seen in a long time. Ben and Bush tells the linesman, Get the heck out of my kitchen. Wayne oh, Dicker. He absolutely decked him tight
1: with a wild right. The sheer staggering by a big left Whoa. hand by Wayne Beal. Chris Nilan on a penalty shot. Scores. Blue guard down the wing. Blue guard palms away. Scores. Five oh, minutes to go. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys five minutes each for fighting. This should be good. This should be very good. And here live tonight in the Enforcer Appreciation Group, we have a man who's been on the show a few times. I had him on for the LNA special. We've discussed plenty of tough guys and we're gonna do it again tonight. Um, for episode number fifty five, I have on all the way from the UK, John Searson. John, how you doing tonight, bud? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, man. I appreciate you taking the time to come on. I'm disappointed in you, though, because I thought we were—I thought we were really going to get after it tonight. But no, you decided to go and chase fucking money because money's more important yeah, than right. coming on the podcast. You've got to do before. what
2: you've got to do. They said, "Do you want to come in?" So I was like, yeah, "Yeah, go on."
1: Yeah, well, like go I said, on. I better see a fucking Jersey Post in the next two weeks. You know, it was, it, what, what was it even for? <laughs> say that again. Sorry. I oh said, yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of course. What, what was? I was going to say
2: I would—I'd love to have snagged that Mel jersey. It was just up the Thunder Bay one, but. I've had I've had some car troubles recently, and I've had to buy a new new truck for work. So, it's kind of like game ones are out of the, out of the question for the.
1: Yeah, next game of weeks. game ones for me are out of the question. Even though I just made that nice payday off of the buy a lowest, but I mean, I can't I can't be purchasing jerseys right now. We're trying to get into a house, so.
2: Yeah. How so, you doing down there? You're moving again, aren't you? In like twelve months, or so? Um,
1: yeah. So that's the plan right now, man. We're supposed to be moving to North Carolina sometime. It's literally going to be like almost right when the Everblade season ends. So it's kind of perfect timing. That's why I was like, why don't we yeah, just yeah. go all in, get season tickets, say fuck it. Um, no, Chris. Chris was asking if he's in your if you were in the Garage Bar. Um,
2: yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to, but yeah. I had no no charge on the iPad, so I thought I'll use the computer. To see what's <laughs> happening. Uh, but we're just in our junk room at home, so that's why it's like everything's a mess in the background.
1: Looks be- well, you okay. can actually see in the
2: background here. There's those three boxes there. That's that's what all my game ones are in. So my my wife kicked them all out of the wardrobe. So
1: oh, it could be worse. You could have some goofy neon sign behind you too. So, that. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So I was we're supposed to be moving to North Carolina if everything goes right with the wife's job. Um, and it worked out perfect that my company started doing work down here at the same time. And then literally when we move, they're supposed to be doing work up there in North Carolina. It's the first state we've expanded to. And it happened to be like 30 minutes away from where we're supposed to move to. So it's funny how everything kind of worked out like that. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll tell you what. I mean, she was asking. She was like, you want to go to some lightning games for the at the Hurricanes Arena? I was like, I swear to God, that's the only time you'll get me to Carolina. And I mean, I will go probably because it'll be like once a fucking year. So, I mean, whatever. But I tell you what, man. That's one of the worst atmospheres I've ever been into is a Carolina Hurricanes game. It's, it's fucking brutal. It's brutal. Um,
2: I remember, I remember when we was uh, when we was in Florida, and uh, we went to two Solar Bears games. And my wife loved them, and she actually said to me, "She said, I can't wait till we go to the NHL game." I said, "I wouldn't <laughs> get too excited. I think I think your hockey experience in Florida's peaked here." And then yeah, we saw uh, saw the, the the Lightning play the Blue Jackets, and it was terrible.
1: Oh, you actually did see the Lightning play them yes arena yeah. arena's cool but i mean like that it, it's sad when the the arena is more exciting than the on ice product yeah yeah and i feel like that's how it is in a lot of games now unfortunately but you know whatever um
2: but the, the best thing about that that though was uh we stayed at the marriott hotel which uh, across from the arena and uh i'd never even heard what it was before but it's called gasparilla or something but it was that weekend and it was just crazy oh you never hotel. had
1: all oh, gasparilla a good time yeah, i'd never even heard of it
2: before that night but yeah it was just craziness
1: if you're in Tampa and you've, or excuse me, if you've never been to Tampa and you're visiting during Gasparilla, I, I kid you not, that's like another, that's Tampa's own holiday. It's a big fucking parade where, uh, you know, the, the heritage is supposed to be like the pirates invade the city or whatever. So it's just a bunch, it's like Mardi Gras in Tampa. And that's the one day you're allowed to just like start torquing beers at like eight o'clock and nobody bats eye. <laughs> it's, it's fucking great. Um. Well, we'll get into a little bit here. We're going to go over some LNH fights and just bullshit here. Uh, I mean, that's what this really is. But real quick, we got to get into Fourth Line Voice, that motherfucker. I know he's probably re- – I think he said he's recording his episodes. He might not even be able to sit here and talk shit on us. But we got to get going <laughs> on his uh, minor league mayhem tournament. And for those listening out there, you uh, you should go check out Fourth Line Voice on Twitter. He posts in the group a lot, so I'm sure you know him. Um, but he's running the minor league mayhem tournament, which is like the Bob Provin Invitational. And it's a 64-man bracket. That it's all hypothetical matchups and voted by the fans on Twitter, but he's thinking next year we will probably do it on Facebook, which I think that's probably a better bet, too. Um, but we're going to sit here. So a couple of the rounds have gone by, and this will be late getting out because this episode will come out Tuesday. But if you're listening, you're up to date if you're watching right now. Um, but the second round is almost harder than the fucking first round. I don't know if you've seen it at all. Oh, yeah, I have. I, I, I want to try and bring them up now. Let me get him on my I was about to say, I got pull, pull it pulled up here. But you know, that way you could fall, everybody could oh, follow along. <laughs> yeah. gather around. And while we're
2: on the subject of the minor uh, league the mayhem tournament or any, any tournaments that um, Four Flying Boys puts out there, if you have like a favorite tough guy and he's not in there, make sure you drop him a message and ask him why because he enjoys interacting with the fans. With the,
1: he, he does. Boys. <laughs>
2: like, it, I, I couldn't take this one seriously without Matthew Rabian. I, I can't believe Darren left Robbie out of this one. So.
1: Well, like you said, it was, it was hard to take it serious because I really did see that Tim Levesque wasn't in there. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's tough for that that other guy, that Godbout guy who played on three L and L and H. With this, I don't know if anybody has seen. I, I just remember imagine. I just remember seeing
2: a fight with him, and he had a, his name bar was like was drawing sharp, Sharpie, and, and he gets TK thing. he gets TKO in that fight too. Yeah, it was bad. It was really, You know, we'll,
1: we'll watch that fight here in a bit because that's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I mean, props to the dude. He's for got dropping a fucking mohawk and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mohawk and a fucking Sharpie drawn name bar. <laughs> Love probably... it. Props to the dude for dropping the gloves in the LNH, but goddamn, I mean, it's rough. Um, yeah. But yeah. So if you're if you're upset, there's any tough guy that's not in the tournament, doesn't matter how small, go go motherfucked Aaron for it. Uh, you know, he'll probably get him in next year or something like that. But he loves it. He loves suggestions, so make sure you go give him some names of who you who you think should have been in it. Um, <laughs> so we'll go over this this first one here, and you'll probably like this one. This is actually a really solid matchup. And that is Paul Farone versus Derek Parker.
2: See, I see here. Parker got the decision on that, but I, I don't know. I don't. That's. I don't see Parker getting Farone in the spin like he'd like to. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think I think farone would be too technical. I think it's. I think it'd stop Parker's game plan to begin with. And
1: I agree. Would... I think. I think Parker isn't quite able to get the spin going and I mean Parker wasn't like you I think fourth line voice mentioned it, but you hear guys talk about Ferrone and like they just say it's he punches like a bag of fucking hammers it's just you know yeah he's got that power and Parker never really had that power Parker just had the technique to where he could land that punch but I don't think he ever really was a power puncher per se there we go beautiful alliteration there um but yeah I know I'm with you on that one Bob uh, I I think you so you're you're agreeing uh Ferone takes Parker here yes all right i agree with that one the next one we got the next one's a tough one this one is and i want to hear your i want to hear yours thing first because i think we i well this is going to cause a lot of debate i know who's going to win it but i think this one would be a lot closer than people automatically stay off the rip but who you got winning it uh
2: what what the whole tournament
1: no, 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 no. J- this next fight. We'll get into the whole tournament after we do everything. <laughs> oh, this this next matchup. I think
2: a 2005 to 2007 Warhawk is a bad matchup for Bomby. As as amazing as Bomby is, I just think Varhaug could maybe maybe lock him out a little. And, and I don't know. It's, it's a tough call. It's a tough call. Bombi Bombi's going to be anybody on the day. Bomb bom, Bomb Bombi may, may make Varhog look bad, you never know. Right. You never know. It's a tough call.
1: Yeah, I I got to say I agree with you though. I'm I'm in the minority and I know Jay had posted Jay out in Iowa had posted uh, you know, his thought on it and I think you know, we're in the same boat here. I think Varhog if anybody could take Va- uh Bombi down, it's out of this tournament, it's Varhog probably.
2: It's just, the 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 size difference between the two is huge, and that's what that's what I'm thinking. If Varha can lock him out and get those, you, you see it. He kind of he kind of locks the guy out, and he throws shots over the top. I think he could tag Bombi with those. While Bombi, he's he's not he's not going to drop him or anything, but I can see Bombi struggling trying to get inside, and, and Vaha landing some shots while he, while he's trying to do that. Nope. I think he, I think I think the fight finishes with them both on their feet. But I think uh, I think Bombi spends a lot of the fight struggling to get inside of him.
1: I do, too. I agree. I got to go with Varhog on this one. The next one actually happened, and uh, if anybody watches the video, they'll know who wins. Um, and that's Kerry Toporowski versus Kerry Clark, not Wendell Clark, Kerry Clark, his brother. Um, and this fight actually happened in the IHL. Actually, we might be able to... You know what? We'll, we'll get our first poll. Bring it up, because I don't even recall seeing this fight. Yeah, let me go here. Hold on. I'll type it in here and then get it all queued up. Because sometimes it likes to fucking... Um, I'll have like the, I hate having the ad play so much, but it is what it is. You got to deal with it. We're we're a low budget show over here. Um, let me see. Let's put Verse Clark and if I remember. Hey, nothing saying, looks bigger budget than
2: neon lighting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> all right, so here we go. I got it pulled up. Let me let me share the screen so everybody can see it here. Um, where is it at? Here we go. And there we go. We should be good. All right it's like uh, the hush
0: you hear right now it's like
1: you're waiting for someone to uh, to make a pot or something <laughs> Kerry Toporowski and Kerry Clark will go at it by the Chicago there you go it was in Clark was with the uh, Solar Bears so there you go heading uh, into the Chicago bench Toporowski took a shot at Kerry Clark well as I mentioned this was definitely not even in this game the team wasn't in the game but now and, Clark will go on and he got like this just shows how mean Topper is, too. Because if I want, I, if I recall, I think once the Lions are even in there, he's still trying to throw. Like,
2: <laughs>
1: top is looking
2: pissed off here.
1: Oh, yeah, like he, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's top. Let's that's, that's Topper 101 for you, though. And he's still talking shit to him. It's just that's that's signature Topperowski, and that's that gives him such an edge, in my opinion compared to yeah. other fighters and i know it's you know everybody likes to the code and the buy topper you're not fucking you're not getting the code from topper i promise you that much it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah there's, there's no there's
2: no there's no bum taps after the fight so
1: <laughs> no it just you know it's it's like um one sec here Sorry, I gotta fucking get up there. There we go. Um, I had to fix my my screen. But yeah, Toporowski, man, he's he's and he was able to switch hands there, but I gotta give that one to Toporowski just based on footage there. Yep. And yeah. I, I probably would have given it to him anyhow. Um this next one, I couldn't believe the upset that he had in the first round. And, you know, nothing against Curtis Voth, but there's just lack of footage with him. Um so this next matchup, we got Curtis Voth versus uh Brett Gallant. And Voth is just—he doesn't have enough footage out there. He's—he's he's in the Tough Guys documentary a bit, but then other than that, there's like four other fights on YouTube. So he's a product of that, yeah. which sucks.
2: Yeah, there's not there's not a lot out there. I mean, it, 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 was it was it Cedric Bernier he fought? not there's like a marathon fight. Yeah, that in, one um, that's
1: like it rivals fucking Pro yeah. uh, McSorley. Yeah, that fight was long. And I, I
2: don't want to be—I don't want to be unfair or anything, or like sound like I'm shitting on a guy. But Bernier, he was always when he was in the NH he was kind of like your number three or four guy, and uh, he he spent a, a brief spell over here in the UK. Played in Brayhead, and uh, well, I mean, he fought Montmaro, he fought Pena, but he was he, without sound, trying to sound disrespectful, he didn't he didn't look in that class of tough guy, if you know what I mean. So um, yeah, uh, uh, with him having that marathon fight with Voff again, without seeing a lot more footage. Is 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 Buff going to be like a fit like a guy who can really finish somebody if that's if he takes him to that marathon? It's probably completely wrong of me saying it like that, but uh, but yeah, in that sense, like I can't see Buff beating galat.
1: Yeah, I got to go with Brekelani. He's the you know he's probably the toughest dude in hockey right now, and I've said it multiple times on the podcast before. And anybody who knows Brekelan would probably say the same thing. And even just today, somebody was posting about um, some training camp guys and. I put on there, if you threw Gallant and Columbus Blue Jackets and dressed him for the first game in the NHL, he's automatically the toughest dude in hockey, or the, <laughs> yeah, or the NHL yeah. immediately, even over Ryan Reeves, and I'd say even over Lucic as well. Um, yeah. He's just fought so many tough names, so it's hard for me to really say Voth gets the win over Gallant, but I was actually really surprised that um, that Voth was able to edge out Fitzgerald in the first round. Because I had, yeah. I had Fitzgerald taking that personally. But Fitz, Fitz,
2: Fitz, he was mean, and Fitz, he had that chin. You wasn't, you wasn't gonna, you wasn't gonna stop Fitz. He yeah,
1: you got to gonna see fight him over
2: there. To, right? he, he, if, if the lights would stay out, he'll fight you to the death. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he was mean.
1: Well, you got to see him over there in the UK, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I see. I what, what I loved about Fitzgerald is. Uh, if he was pissed off and he thought he had a point to prove, he didn't give a shit if he was like a young Brit star player. He's going to fucking punch you in the mouth. If he thought, if he thought you deserved it, he was going to punch you in the mouth. That's what I loved about Fitzy. Well,
1: there you go. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's just how it is. And, you know, there's no bum tap and bro hug after that one. <clears throat> um, this next one, I thought for sure it happened, but I guess it didn't. I, it was because I got it mixed up. He fought uh, Rocky's brother. But the next one is Pete Vandermeer versus Rocky Thompson. And this is a tough one. This one's really hard. I, I didn't even. It's funny because I didn't really even look at the the brackets before. You know, I didn't even do my homework on this one, unlike on, on uh, the first episode with with fourth line voice. But my, my
2: decision, my decision was made like that. But it's hard to explain. But I got rocky straight off the bat. But oh, yeah, it's rocky. um, uh, yeah. Elaborate. Uh, yeah. I, so I'm just I'm, I'm trying to focus on the three. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pete, yeah. Pete, yeah, Pete was awesome, but uh I don't know. I just I think I think Rocky's that next level. I think I think Rocky is that next level of tough. And he what he was. Um, I think it'd be a, I think it'd be an absolute war. But I think if you if you took it on like a best of ten series, I don't see man. I don't see Pete Man gonna be edging out Rocky in a best of ten.
1: Yeah, best of ten. I got Rocky taking seven out of ten. I think. Yeah and vandermeer tough dude but that that run that rocky had in calgary where you know Oliwa, grimson and guys like that and i mean it was just insane um and that's no no knock on pete of course pete great dude uh very tough customer as well but oh yeah it's i I,
2: I have i have i used to have a soft spot for the phantom so i always like pete but um again he was he was a top guy but i don't see him as like that that killer like i saw rocky as i thought rocky was was your elite fighter
1: yeah now this one, uh, the next matchup here, uh, our first—well, uh, not—I shouldn't say the first LNH guy, but our second one, because I forgot about Derek Parker. I see Parker, then my mind always automatically goes to Scott Parker every time, so I always <laughs> got to remember that it's Derek. Um, and we, we have Joel Terrio versus Andy Bizu, and love Bizu, willing guy, but I got Terryo taking this ten out of ten.
2: Yeah, I see, I see, B—I Be- see Bizu storming in there, and Terryo just getting the left hands going like a rapid fire left hand still Bezo can get in
1: tight but uh oh yeah and I mean Bezo's still coming in there all rabbit because Bezo was like oh yeah 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 but
2: yeah Bezo's got no quitting him at all but yeah. I just uh I can just see I, I can see how Bezo's pissed off and he's trying to get something going but while he's trying to get that going I see Terrio landing some shots and uh yeah I I
1: that's what I got to. Yeah, right. it's tough.
2: These are these are tough to call, but yeah, no. It's,
1: the uh, next, yeah, that one's that one's pretty decisive. That might be one of the easier ones, and that's that's no knock on on Bezo at all, of course. But you know, when you got when you draw Ontario, who fought in the l h for like fifteen years, <laughs> yeah, and even as recently as like twenty sixteen, I think some yeah. shit like there's, that. There's okay. a match.
2: There's a matchup coming later that the results at the minute are really close, and I don't see it as close as that at all. But we'll get to that one. So.
1: We'll get to it. Um. All right, so the next one is uh, The Wrecker, uh, Reckless versus Parsons. Who do you got taking this one?
2: I'm going to say Reckless just because I've seen a lot more of Reckless than I have of Parsons. Correct. So it's kind of like, uh, yeah, I, I can't really give like an, an honest opinion. It would be uneducated. I don't know that much about Steve Parsons. I've only seen the brief, the brief stuff that's out there. But, uh, but no, I've seen a lot of Wrecker and Wrecker never looks bad.
1: So, no, he doesn't. Anyway, he, you know, he got the few games in the NHL, so I gotta give record the yeah. nod here as well. I'm in the same boat with um with him, Pete and Parsons there. Uh the next one is a pretty solid one as well. And both alumni of the podcast, and that's Frank Littlejohn versus Mike Segroy. Who you got taking that one?
2: I got Segroy taking that. Um
1: yep. I uh I think it'd be a great fight to see. It'll be a spectacle to watch.
2: But I just I I, I... Scroy was very precise where with when 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 he fought with the punches he threw Scroy was trained he knew what he was doing there I'm not saying anybody was done but Scroy was kind of like I think he was one of the earlier guys who was next level where he literally just trained himself to fight he, but he wasn't a bad player at the same time
1: No but yeah he had the, yeah he he had the edge with him where he,
2: he yeah he, he was he, he was well drilled when it came to the gloves being off.
1: Yeah, Sigroy came in that era where it was like the Yablonskis, Gillies, and Morastis, where it was like these dudes are just trained fighters, and he threw them on skates almost. You know, um, yeah, that's not a knock, like you said, they're great hockey players. Still, so, uh, you got to be yeah. Somewhat oh of yeah, Segrois is a real player. good player, yeah. a real yeah. good player. Yeah, you got plenty of looks in the NHL. I'm actually shocked he didn't get called up. Uh, well, I think he said it, he said it himself. His his personality got in the way of that sometimes. So um, yeah. yeah, he said that on the podcast, yeah. but. I think uh I
2: I've I've, I've I've spoke to players who have uh, come across Scroy and there's there's not a lot of them that's really had like a positive opinion of, <laughs> of Mike Scroy when he when he was young
1: yeah. So, he's, he, and that's what he says too. He's like, he's like, I was, it was like this alter ego he had when he was younger and it was, it just got in the way of it. But you know, I, I, I don't think he changed thing. Fuck. He he was a runner up at the damn Forcer tournament, which I'm actually trying yeah, to, try yeah, to yeah. Get, get a couple guys on for that. I think I've mentioned that before, but I'm trying to get a couple. And, and i tell you what,
2: you, one. you, you don't seem to notice it on videotape, but Scroy is a lot bigger than you think he is as yes. well. When you, watch, when you watch old tapes, Scroi is a lot bigger than
1: what you think he was. Oh, for sure. So, and, um. Yeah, I got cigarette taken that one against Little John, like you said. It was like that. Almost when, like the nuclear warheads were starting to come up through the AHL. And how, and how you can know. you not like a guy
2: who calls himself the real deal? The real, no, deal it's like it's the real.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> this next one, which I think I, I don't know, is there footage out there of it? I can't remember, but Gates versus um Serge Robert
2: Yeah, so the, there's there's a, there's a YouTube channel out there called Classic Quebec League Violence. Is, say, and, is, um, is, okay, is that, is on that on what there? it's
1: on there? Yeah, I don't know who runs that page, but he's probably a fucking asshole.
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's see if I pull it
1: up here. As I was about to say, there's probably a few. You got uh, O2, and then there's O. Yeah, they, they they they
2: must have fought a few times. I know oh, they, I know yeah. there's one. There's a good one that goes a while.
1: Well, there's and there's another asshole up here, fucking posting videos named Fourth Line Voice. You know, um, so there's that. There's a couple pages. So all right, we'll we'll take a look at a couple fights here. Let's we'll go get the screen share going. There we go. All right. So the first one from Fourth Line Voice. Ever heard of him? Okay. Got all oh, the typical, like, old Quebec camcorder footage, too. It's brilliant. <laughs> all right. So Gates is in black for those listening. Or those excuse the me, Gates watching. Gates is in white. Is he? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Gates, yeah, Gates is in
2: Granbury. You're right. Grammarie.
1: He was at the time. I saw the paramedic jersey. I forgot they both played for them.
2: I think that paramedic jersey is still on eBay as well.
1: I mean, you just see Serge Robert's technical as shit, trying to tie up his arm, but then Link—if he gets loose, like, look out—it's Link. <laughs> yeah. So I, I give the edge to Link on that one. I'd say I'd say Link won that one pretty solid. And and, and this
2: next fight as well, Link really wants this.
1: this Link one right really here. wants this fight. This is where he was with. Uh, or or the fuck is. I don't even know how to say it. So we got Link in the dark jersey this time.
2: Yeah, no, nobody needs Link Gates this fired up to fight here. Nobody needs him.
0: You <laughs> don't even know he's going. He's
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Here we go.
2: Yeah. Ling's a monster.
1: God, he is, man. And even though he was like, you know, an overweight per pro hockey player standards in the LNAs, God, mm. he was fucking mean still.
2: Yeah. Oh, Ling didn't give a shit. No. So certain- see, Link so Ling just Ling just took two shots on him, and just just walked through him like there was nothing.
1: Oh yeah. Just, a- now, him he's, just now he's now he's throwing in. like
2: a legit killer here. <laughs> 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 You've got to love LNH liners as well. They, they, they're really looking after you when your jersey's over your head. And oh, yeah, you're in in a, yeah exactly. Yeah, look at them. They're itching to get in there on this one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nowadays, like, a helmet comes off and they <laughs> couldn't get in there any faster. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> his, his pads and everything are, like, <laughs> over his head. They just don't give a shit. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh brilliant so yeah, i gotta they're, they're, i gotta yeah, say they're... gates has taken this this matchup yeah here. i gotta say here we go stop it and go back to facebook let's see all right i didn't like Robert. uh terry said he didn't like Robert. i mean i don't know I, he wasn't the most entertaining fighter but as far as technical fighters go i don't know if you'll find a better one at all in hockey
2: no so. no 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 i to say this next fight coming up this is the one where i'm surprised how one-sided the voting is
1: I haven't looked at it. I haven't seen the – well, I shouldn't say that. I've seen it, but it was all early this morning, so I haven't seen the current results. That's probably something I should have put on here. But the next one we got – and I was shocked it actually never happened because I looked it up, but it never happened in in that time in the LNH, and that's Pat Cote versus John Morasti. Yeah. What are the current results at?
2: Last time I looked, it was like – 87-13 i sure really... 13 to Morasti.
1: I figured. I was about to say, I figured Morasti, you know, it's, at the end of the day, some of these are popularity contests, which isn't a bad thing. It's all yeah. good fun here. But I mean, if we're talking a prime Jack to the Gills fucking Kote out in the LNH versus Jack to the Gills. Go, Marasty.
2: go, go oh, oh, 0405 Laval, Kote versus a 0405 Sorrell, Morasti. Morasti's game is shit, but I don't think Cote is a good matchup for him. If Kote's pissed off that night and he's fired up, I don't think Kote's a good matchup for. Uh, for John.
1: No, I don't. I, I agree. And but
2: at and- the same time, if somebody says, Oh, I pick, I pick John 10 out of 10 times, I'm not going to argue with them. That's no, you, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's like, I love, I love both of them, but I just, Kote K- 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 was mean. I just don't see it as this one sided.
1: No, I, I, and I agree. I think I, 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 fuck, I, could look at it, but I'm almost positive. I actually voted for Kote on this one. Um, I did. And I mean, I'm a huge Morasti fan. I know you are as well. We both are. Yeah. Um Fuck, I got his name. Oh, Morasti's
2: probably in my top in top five all time.
1: Oh, yeah, he's my second all time, I believe, you know, if I, I'd have to go through again. But it's like Nyle and Morasti, Andre Waugh is pretty much how it goes for me. Fuck, um, I have the damn 0405 jersey in the closet there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's like you get Kote, and Kote didn't give a shit either. There was no, like, if It's funny because in, in the l Morasti's jersey really never came off that much. I'm, I'm not sure why it no. just never did. And, and you know, and you
2: know, Kote's coming out of that jersey within 15 seconds of that fight happening.
1: Well, yeah, he's got eight and, pounds of Vaseline covered on him, and you know, yeah. his face is just shining. And I tell you, I tell you what, you say you're surprised it never happened.
2: I am too. Uh, Morassi's first game in that league, they played the vault, and there was a bench player in Brawl in that game. If you watch that video, Kote's just fucking running around like an animal, just causing, shit, and then it actually goes. It's uh, I tell you what, were, if the NHL. Uh, clamping down on cross checking this year. Oh. They, they wasn't watching Kote before that <laughs> roll starts. He's just fucking hammering guys. Everybody who skates past is fucking wailing on them with cross checks. Yeah. It's, it's fucking beautiful. And A- then what? yeah the benches go. But yeah they they, they don't they don't meet up. So I, I'm trying to think who Kote actually fought now. I know that they do have words at the start of it, but they don't actually meet they, up. Yeah, they just never win. They both go their separate ways.
1: Swanee, Swanee commented, he says he takes Kote over Morasti nine times out of ten, and I got to agree with him. I mean, I think we're, yeah, like, yeah. we're on the same page. Here. 100%. And again, like... It, love it.
2: I, lo- I love John, but I mean... And, and John's at his best with the big show fight, with your big center ice toe-to-toe. He, you're not going to draw Kote into that fight. Kote's not, not going to go down that style. He's just going to... He's gonna he's gonna try and hurt and he's he he is,
1: right? Well, and here we'll take a look at this and this is this is you know footage here, and it's not the same fight because it's not Kote versus Morasty, but we'll put it this way: Kote literally like ended the season for Mike Varhog, oh. and we got Morasty versus Varhog here, so we'll we'll watch this as like you know. And I we'll, we'll watch the Cote versus Varhog later because I mean why not? Um, it's just okay, real yeah. Fucking things you'll well, see. Just
2: brutal, just fucking brutal. So
1: here we'll share the we'll, we'll get the screen share going on this one for the Marasty and Varhog fight. They had a couple, I think. Well, Mike Dowd, appreciate you. I know you're in the group, and I know you you post stuff on YouTube or on Facebook. So here we go. Oh, we got to mute that probably because fucking we'll get copyrighted or some shit on YouTube. Um, <laughs> so you got Varhog here. Obviously, just huge over Morasti, but Varhog and Sherbrooke was a mean dude, and this is this is the Varhog yeah. we're saying probably takes uh, takes yeah. Bonvi. So, and I mean it's toe to toe. And I, Varhog was just
2: coming into his own that four oh five season when he was when he was in Verdun, and then it's a shame we didn't get to see him in 0506 because because he, he he ran into Kote. but uh, but yeah, at this point Varhog was real legit.
1: And I mean, I don't think I'm not sure if Cote knocks Morasti out, but I mean, you see, no, no, means, no, 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 yeah. I don't
2: think at all. But it's like, I mean, Morasti's coming up short with a lot of these because of the size difference. Right. But Morasti's not going to be that comfortable because fucking Cote hasn't got a jersey on after ten seconds and he's baselineed up to fuck. So uh, it's <laughs> Morasti's struggling a lot more to get in there. I think so.
1: No, I agree. but no, no, I, I don't,
2: I don't see. I have ten fights. I don't see any of them ending with a KO or anything like that. I just think. I think they'd be short fights. I just think it's a bad matchup for John.
1: No, I definitely agree. Um, and that's a that's a fun one. I, I think morasti has got a chance. He's one of those dudes. He could probably win the whole thing. Yeah. honestly, yeah. Actually, which is surprising. I don't think he has ever won it. Um, my vote, honestly, of who should win it, in my opinion, is is Mel. I think Mel. Yeah. Should
2: also, win Mel, Mel should. have won it last year? But I was I was I was um, positive Mel was going to win it. Mel last has year. only
1: been in the finals, but he's never won it. He's never he's fallen up short, which I I think Mel should make it, but you know we'll see. You never know. Twitter's Twitter's. I'll always say I'll argue with anybody.
2: Mel's the toughest guy ever who never got a regular spot in the NHL. I'll argue that all I day every day with anyone. I was anybody. To you the other day, but
1: I was just saying I was like I am so fucking pissed he never got like a legit. And this is no disrespect, tough dude, but like how does how does Jarrett Burnett get a full season, and Mel Engelstad does it? You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, I, I'm trying. I, I think it must have been Darren who told the story because I didn't know this, but uh. That year, when Mel fought Proby and Reed Simpson in preseason, the apparently the t- Dallas was begging to call him up, but it was either the coach or the owner or something. His son was playing in the minors, and he wanted he wanted Mel down there looking after him. So that's why he never got a, never got a chance that year.
1: Yeah, it was politics that going on. It's yeah, It's just people. opportunity. That's the it thing. Is. It's fucking opportunities. Yeah. All which the time. I mean, you know, speaking of Jared Burnett, though, I am so hyped that he got a fucking full season in with the Ducks somehow. I love that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, I, like, there's guys out there that aren't like, you know, the greatest fighters ever, but I'm just a huge fan of them. And I don't know why, but Jerry Burnett is one of them. I'm a huge Burnett fan for like, for some reason. crazy
2: bastard. That was I, not to like about it. It's probably him.
1: This, the, 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 we'll, we'll watch it later because I know people haven't seen it or some people know, uh, or they know of it, but they've never seen the footage. But, you know, him throwing the net, like literally skating full speed, throwing the net over a goalie. He gets big. It's fucking that wild. <laughs> yes.
2: I that, that, that whole game is on YouTube. If you watch the whole game, it's chippy from the start. There was something brewing that game. That was that was one of those special nights in the NH where you knew something was going to happen that night. Oh, and, that uh, was, yeah. That, that, was that, that something that. turned out to be Jared Burnett for throwing the net on the goalies.
1: That was when they started, uh, you know, Rabi, Sugden, Burnett, Cote, and Bosse, right? That was the starting lineup for that night. Yeah. The
2: the opening face off that night, fucking uh, Allard fights Danick Lassard. And you've got to love it. After the fight, Allard's like celebrating, but he's like fucking punching himself on the way to the penalty box. It's fantastic. It's fucking beautiful.
1: Brilliant. Um, so the next matchup we got is, we got Jerry Fleming versus Steve McIntyre. And I mean, Fleming definitely willing, but I got to go Big Mac. There's no...
2: Do you, do you know what Fleming's a guy? I know I, I, I'm I'm pretty ignorant to anything before my era, really. I've, I've seen a lot. I've seen some of the stuff, but I, I wouldn't say him. my knowledge is up on anything like that. But I'm, I'm picking Big Mac every day of the week. because Has Big, Big Mac Big, won it? Big, Big, Big Mac is one of the toughest guys ever to play the game.
1: Yeah. Well, he, he's he's won one of the tournaments, right? I I swear he has. I could he, be talking. If he hasn't, he I fucking have. should have. Yeah. Right. That's another guy. I <laughs> I can see taking like he might he might have been the one that beat out Mel last year maybe I don't know I don't know what the fuck
2: happened well if that was the final I'm
1: maybe I'm not so confident
2: Mel should have won it (laughs) but I just I just remember last year I was like this is Mel's year it's got to be
1: yeah there we go fucking stupid damn I I have so many cords plugged into this thing now I can't even plug my mouse in so when I use the touchpad on my laptop I fuck everything up sometimes (laughs) like an idiot all right um. So we're in agreement here. Steve Max taking that one. This next one is a really... Oh, sorry, not this one. Is although this one's a pretty solid one. Frank by versus Rhett Trombley. Oh wow! Well, I'm going the animal. Yeah, that's what I. I got to go with him as well. That's that's who I got in this one. If he like and I've said it before, I didn't know how good By Lois actually was until it was Steve from when Probert was King sent me a by Lois D V D. And yeah. I think the wife was out when I was like, fuck, I'll just throw this in. Oh he don't fucking lose. He no, no, no. By, by Lois, he, he, yeah. yeah. He,
2: and and that era of when he was going through the AHL, that was a fucking tough era of the yeah. AHL as well. Yeah. As they say, that was the jungle.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean, he
2: fought everybody. Wilder fought everybody.
1: Yeah, wait—is well, never back. His number's retired with Philly, isn't it? Well, I mean, whatever they are, whatever they are now. Lehigh Valley now. Yeah, I think he might be, like, now, yeah, he might be in, like their local Hall of Fame or whatever. I don't know if his number was retired. Um, but he'll it,
2: have a soft spot in the hearts there in Philly. Oh yeah, but for again, sure. I, t- I tell you what—it's—it's it's probably a good thing that the. Uh, that the minor league team is in Lehigh Valley because that would not survive in Philly anymore. Just because they're, they're soft as shit.
1: I was about to say, you don't think so? You don't think Philly folk would still want to see that?
2: Not with the fucking team they've got, no.
1: Yeah, No. True. Yeah, it's rough.
2: I tell you, I saw, I went to see some AHL games live in 8 09, and I always said, the only real difference you could tell between that and the NHL was the goalies was not as good. <laughs> but for... But, but, but for how mean and the intensity there, it, it was it was brutal. And then it was played four years ago. Now I went to an AHL game in Lehigh Valley, and it, it didn't even look like the same sport. Never mind the same league. Nobody hits. It's, it's fucking terrible.
1: It's funny. I've actually never been to an AHL game. Now that I think about it, I never have. I've been to the ECHL, the SPHL, and that's it. I've never, and one then the NHL, of course. But I've never been to an AHL game and i was trying to get it we just didn't line up at the time but i was trying to go to like one of the it was the when it was like the new ihl or whatever it was after the uhl yeah. but when the Malads were up there in the u or well the i the new whatever the fuck it was that it only lasted like fucking three years or some shit the new yeah. ihl did not last long but i was supposed to catch a game up there but never did um yeah, we'll see how it goes this year. I was a little disappointed. I think I said that with the Everblades. I thought they were going to sign a little bit more toughness, but so far it's looking like they brought Newber back, which is cool. And Newber's actually a tough fucking dude. If you ever the, the
2: the thing is, I think I think with modern day hockey, if you're going to watch games, you've just got to be happy you've got something.
1: Right, exactly. Because, so that's why I was yeah, like, I'll take this the year. The days of team being stacked are just not happening anymore. Well, else, yeah. yeah, and then not only that, I'm not going to be as mad about spending. You know, I, I forget whether what our average was per ticket. At the end of the season, because I know we paid like just a touch over a grand for our season tickets, and that's two of hmm. us going. That would total up to like fuck, maybe nine. Yeah, i was saying what, what
2: you've got like forty home games as well, haven't
1: you? There's, there's a lot. Yeah, I so we got the twenty four pack. So that's twenty four fucking games we're going to. You go to the NHL and you're paying yeah. seventy bucks minimum for one ticket in the nosebleed. So I'm not, yeah. like I'm not going to be fucking mad about that, you know. So. I'll uh, I'll see how yeah. it goes, and they signed a, they did sign a kid Cody McDonald out of the the uh, WHL. Although you know the WHL is going fucking weird now with their their new chin strap rule. What the fuck's that league? all about? It's fucking stupid. I, I, they were the last league to not have. But, a, but
2: how do you how do you enforce that rule? You've got a kid who's not ready. Who's yeah straight out of Julius. He's not used to fighting. Maybe it's his first fight. He's not. He doesn't really know what's happening, and maybe instinct he tries to pull the helmet. You you you're gonna punish that kid for that?
1: Exactly. It's that's, that's fucking stupid. Oh shit. It is. I, that's one of the stupidest rules that I've seen implemented. And I thought it couldn't get any dumber with how some of this shit is. But I, I, the dub of all leagues to implement that was baffling. I Like, I could see that in the queue because, you know, so many politics are involved in the queue out there in Junior. But, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. But, oh, well. We'll see how it goes. It would just, just be politics. It'll be some it will be some fucking idiot parent just driving it. Oh, yeah. This next one, there's no politics involved here. We got Jablonski <laughs> versus Sugar, Brandon Sugden. That's a tough one. That I I forget who I went with, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I, if think, talking, if we, I, I think
2: if we if we go if we go uh a 405 Sugden. Yeah. I think I, Sugden drops him.
1: I said Sugden. I, uh, I I say Sugden, and I I commented this on some other post. I think it was uh, I think it was Darren's, and a couple people. No, sorry, I say four or, five, or 3 or four. That was Sugden's big that year. That was four, in, in Syracuse, yeah. and now, I mean, fuck, even LNH Sugden was like disgusting. Um, yeah, but yeah, that I mean, that string
2: Yabo is tough as shit. Oh, Fucking yeah. awesome. But I mean, you see, a dropped in that night, so his, his his chin can be tested, and I think an O304 Sugden could probably test it.
1: Gary Gary says, "Uh, you know, Gary Deck. He says uh, Yabo's taking that one." But I don't know. I oh really? I, I gotta say, man. And I'm, again,
2: I'm again I wouldn't argue it. I wouldn't, no, argue, I wouldn't argue it. it. That's,
1: mm. No, I'm shocked though, Gary. I figured for sure Gary would pick the LNH guy, um, but I'm I'm shocked that. People don't uh, well, you can't see it anymore because Drop Your Gloves is gone. When you went to that site and you looked up that like 304 fucking fight card of his, one the killers that were on there was insane. But two, yeah. you look at the fight loss like the win and losing ratio. He didn't fucking lose. I don't think that I, I, I think there was maybe no. two, if anything. And then like, you go through and you see like TKO, KO, TK. Like he was just fucking dropping, dudes It was yeah, insane. yeah. He
2: was killing guys. Yeah, he was killing guys. And I remember um. There was an interview, it was like, I shortly after that year. And Sugden said he went he, he was he said he was like two four five or something that year. And he was like he said I couldn't skate, but I was knocking guys out. <laughs> <laughs> and and it was that was a fucking run that year. Yeah. And you've got to remember as well, he, he had the year before in the QSBHL, but he'd had a couple of years out before that. well he had the stick throwing incident the ECHL. had got him banned, didn't he? When he was there <laughs> was, was he in Dayton?
1: I, I say think day so. In. Dayton. Dayton sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Through a fucking sticker, fan. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. I love. I love, love it. Your, some of the love fan it. interaction stories I have on here. Fuck. Sorry if anybody's watching this and see me keep doing this. I got these fucking gates goalie sleeves <laughs> that just keep getting in the fucking way over here. Um, no, yeah. It's like some of the some of the fan interact. Oh, I say interaction loosely here. By interaction, I mean you know. Stick swinging incidents and shit like that. It's just a, it's just a riot, man. You don't see that shit anymore. Not that I'm saying no. I need to see a fan get clubbed <laughs> on the head, but it's just different times, man. Different times. Um, so yeah, who? Let's see. What did I think? Jason commented. Jason said he went with Sugden as well. Um and yeah, and so that, and like I said, I'm not
2: taking anything away against Yabu. Yabu was a fucking bad dude, bad dude. But I, you've got to look at these things as like the guys in the prime. I was just. not was to say three that. or four year. Sugden was fighting legit killers, and yeah. Sugden was running over them. Gary so was you say that, yeah. and I, but I think Scro- I think it was Scroy who said it, and it, and it's it's kind of true. It, it, Sugden never really uh, never really had another year like that. It was uh, it was kind of crazy, like what happened there.
1: Yeah, maybe because yeah.
2: what Scroi said, everybody feared Sugden that year. But yeah. If Scroy's is saying everybody feared somebody, then they're fucking tough.
1: Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Gary was asking if it's a certain year. And basically Gary, when we th- when we do these matchups, man, it's all like we think of them in their prime, so like the best possible year that they probably had and take that version of them and throw them in there. So like that year of Sugden is what I'm thinking of. And maybe it's unfair to do it because it was like one or two years out of his entire career, so maybe it's a little bit unfair in that aspect, but it was tough, man. So, <laughs> Sugden was it, it was tough. And he, I mean, he's yeah, like, it's, dropping it's, guys Yeah, it's like, not an what, easy pick at all. Uh, you know what? We'll, th- we'll throw up a fight here. Let me see. I, I know it's on here. Um, this fight versus Bonzi, and he, I mean, he fucking drops him. Um, hmm. Let me see here. Of course, I can't type. Beautiful. Why? Why is this not pulling up? Oh, it's, hold on. It's looking up a boxer. Bailey I did not even know that was a fucking thing. Where is that? Holy shit. Is it not on here? I know it's on YouTube somewhere, but let me see here. But yeah, if anybody ever wants to, I think this is it. Here we go. Let me share the screen here. I love. I feel bad for people that can't like that don't sit down and watch this because if they're just listening to this in their car and they're probably like, "What the fuck is going on with this podcast?" But oh well, it is what it is. Here we go. All right. Beautiful camcorder footage here, so everybody in their car right now gets to hear, like, a hum of everything. All right, so you got you got Bonvi and white, Sugden in blue. I mean, it looks black on the fucking screen. But this is when uh, Bonvi was with Binghamton at the time. And so you got in with Syracuse. And this was uh, October 25th, 03. So, I mean, like, early in the season. Very, I mean, this is, like, fresh in this part week one, week two of the season. But, Ooh. I mean... He, he he tags Bonvi real fucking good and this is i mean Bones is he's almost not i wouldn't say in his prime i mean arguably 03 cuz bomby was around for a little bit before that oh
2: bomby was play, Bonby was around forever
1: yeah and it's funny cuz like it's a long fight like they can just keep like tying up and it's like ah uh... Like, even, even then, like, could you see that? Like, this doesn't happen today. Look at this. Look at him waving the linesman off. He got Bomby, and I, I still think they end up going at it. No? Oh, maybe this isn't the TKO. I know he TKOs him, though. I thought it was. Bomby, I love that. Bomby's sitting there trying to get the fucking linesman out of the way. Man, what happened to that fight? I know it's on here, but I, I guess it's... Speaking like of
2: Bomby, one of the greatest parodies. stories I ever heard was uh, when Bomby was in uh, Chicago. We're talking 98 and uh when he fought probate i'm sure it was that year and he said uh, he said to prove in uh, in warm-up uh, you're either gonna make me or break me i fucking love that dude
1: yeah so i think this this very well could have been from the same game same jerseys and everything so i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they went two rounds here so this is from the same game i was about to say i could i, I don't know if this like video doesn't have hardly any views on it i don't think like just like oh, yeah them, there you like, go buckles them like i mean bambi legs and everything and that's like a prime B we're talking about. And I mean, he's he's dazed. So I, you just—it's hard for me to say. Like, if we're talking that sugged in, I—you I, could put him up against some of the fucking best, man. It was that year was insane for him.
2: Crazy. Anyway, I'm I'm the greatest guest ever. Can you play a couple more videos and just give me thirty seconds while I grab some more beers?
1: <laughs> you want me to play more videos? Yeah, we'll see here. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll be able to get the 30 seconds. There we go. Greatest guest ever here, folks. We got John d- ditching me <laughs> to go take a fucking piss break because he's out there pounding his, uh, his, ball lights. Yeah. As he just cracked, he's probably cracking one open on the pisser right now. Uh, we'll look up some more. Let's see here. I know Sugden had a really good one with, uh, with Morasti in the LNH. Um, let me see here. My beautiful fast typing, as you can tell. I got is it? Oh, it's this one here. We'll skip the fucking. There's a terrible the curse that plagues. That we'll skip the square off because uh, this has like the signature L and square off where it is like. <laughs> uh, they they probably sit there and circle each other for like a minute. Like, see, we're we're 40, forty you know, fifty seconds in here. A minute. There we go. So we'll go to this right here. We'll stop. We'll we'll start it here. <laughs> I mean, this version of Sugden is, is hard to beat,
0: too,
1: Gotta love the LNH with the fucking horn and shit going off. It's like peak LNH. I think this was 06. But, I mean, man. Even this Sugden is hard to fucking beat. There you go, I got some LNH on for you, John. Oh, yeah, since you're done with your piss now. Yeah, now.
2: This is a great too. Fucking The old LNH game's in RDS. Beautiful.
1: Well, I had to skip it because I, I was talking. I remember this fight pretty well. This one, they square off for like the, a minute 30 or some shit before they even get together on it. <laughs> I mean, you know, typical Morasti. He's got he's cut over his left hey, eye you know, there, we're and we're still we're wanting we're to go for a bit. But yeah, I mean, that's a solid fight too. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me to say that something. Um, you know.
2: So I, I am coming back again. once
1: Oh Jesus Christ! All right. Well, you know, great great guest we got here, folks. Yeah. Sorry. Only the finest for no, I just my, my
2: wife. My wife's sleeping downstairs because she's ill, and we don't want me to get it. And I just thought. Uh, She's in the living room and I left the doors wide open as I'm shying about fights so a little bit. Better close them.
1: Oh, just fucking throw some newspaper in the corner for her. Put it <laughs> down. She'll be all right. Um, so, this next one, you know, you're wearing his jersey and this is a very solid tilt, but I, I think we're both pretty uh, well. I mean, we already hyped him up enough as if we don't know who we're going for. But the next matchup mm-hmm. is Trevor Send versus Mel Engelstad.
2: It's going to be a spectacle. It is. It's going to be a spectacle. But yeah, Mel wins. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, I mean, Sen is a tough dude, and hopefully everything goes well. Sen's planning on coming to the Tampa area in, like, no November, and he was saying we got to meet up, so hopefully we can meet up. Maybe, maybe. I got to talk him into it um i know he's not big on the podcast like well he loves listening but he doesn't he's not big on doing one himself but maybe i can convince him to do the podcast so that would be great just to even get like a live episode or some shit with him would be pretty sweet in the enforcer group so we'll mm. see i look like a fucking loser coming into like a bar or some shit bringing my laptop and microphone in just,
2: just set your notes recording in your pocket and just say yeah don't worry about it i won't tell anybody what you say yeah so- exactly i'll have my phone <laughs> I'll put, like, little, like, you know throw it in there i'll, I'll wear a
1: wire um no, that'd be a good time though. But yeah, I got Anglestad taking this. So nothing against Sen. Pound for pound, one of the toughest. I mean, he's is a small dude in stature, but he. I mean, we've all seen the fights he's had. At, well, I shouldn't say we've all seen him because he doesn't have a lot out there. It's crazy. He has like 500 something minutes one year, and there's like maybe four fights out there of of Sen's, which sucks. But yeah, yeah,
2: you know, another but, guy you don't you don't see.
1: Yeah, there's like, there's, there's no, no footage. footage. No footage of him, which which sucks. But I'm Anglestad. What more can you say for him? I mean, he stood toe-to-toe with Probert. Yeah, Probert was in Chicago, but, I mean, it's still fucking Probert. And Mel has he's TKO'd Gates out in Madison. That's a very good mm-hmm. fight. Um, not many people Not many people can put down Gates as far as, like, a TKO goes. Yeah.
2: Um, it was Kote think- it, it who said it, wasn't it? He? he said he hit, yep. he hit Gates harder than anybody he's ever hit before. And he says Gates just grunted and kept coming.
1: Yeah, have you seen? Well, you've seen that fight, right? Yeah, yeah. That oh, yeah, fight yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. We'll get you. Know, fuck it. We'll pull it, it up now. Oh, you know, we're, we're we'll get up. Yeah, there. it's a fucking it war. It is. War. It's an absolute marathon of a fucking fight, and it's just like I don't know how, but both of them are just going at it, and somehow Gates just eats everything and still ends up TKOing him at the very end. Let's see here. They had, they had two rounds and yeah. it's this one. I think, um, it's the, yeah, here we go. It's the epic war with him. I think it was when, when Gates was with Sorrel. Yeah, it is. All right, here we go. Oops. Let me get out of the full screen and share it. So this one, I mean, this just shows how tough Gates is. I mean, and I think he's past his prime at this point. Cause he's in, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to argue. Say it. Gates isn't in his prime in the LNH. Whoops. Um, Look so at the sleeves on that Kote jersey. Yeah. So here we go.
2: I'll turn the volume up a little bit.
1: This is like the early Quebec. This is before it was even the LNH. This is like the QSPHL. Yeah, two a three. Yeah. So obviously you got. Oh no, like,
2: maybe a maybe 03, yeah, three or four when Gates <sighs> is Sorrel. Yeah, this is a three
1: or four. But I mean, like, look at this shit. And I mean, Kote's connected. Like, you can see Gates' head just fucking rock, and He just eats it. It's it's insane. In typical Cote fashion, coming out of the jersey,
2: like, look at that. Gase, Gase, is busted, he, busted up here, but he's, he's he's not took a step back at no. all.
1: No, and he keeps coming, switches hands like yeah. this is, <laughs> <laughs> and then he still comes back and he TKOs him at the end here. And Cote bloodied up too. This fight was mm. like, look at that, and he he sets Cote down like that. Insane. So, ah man, I mean from from Mel Engelstad to do that to someone after, you that's, know. Uh
2: um, like Go go pick your envelopes up, boy. You fucking earned it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Go pick your <laughs> envelopes up. <laughs> yeah. There's might, might be a nice little chunk of change waiting on the the floor of the the locker room at the end of that one. Um so, we'll go to the next one. So we got so we got Engelstad taking that one though. Versus yeah. Sen, so very. well, se- oh, nope, sorry, not the last one. Second to last one. This one's tough, but I, I, I don't know. I know he's got a lot of hype on him right now from Danbury and everything, and it's Brad Wingfield versus uh, Wade Brookbank. Who do you got?
2: Controversial, but maybe Brookbank.
1: I got Brookbank too. That's who I got, and it's nothing against nothing against Wingfield. But Brookbank, I mean, you look look at his tilts in the NHL. It's tough. He's a tough motherfucker. Brook,
2: Brookbank one of those guys who goes under the radar, but he he fought everybody he came across, and he never looked bad. Mm-hmm. He never looked bad,
1: exactly. and
2: I think he's got the size on Wingfield as well. So I don't know. Yeah, it I is- do. I see. I see. Again, a best of ten. I see Brook Brookbank taking this.
1: I do, too. Well, one thing I wanted to point out about Wingfield, I don't know if anybody's ever noticed it. Have you ever seen uh, Wingfield's pants when he fights? He just wears the shells. He doesn't wear, like, any padding. It's just, like, shells on his... <laughs> so it's, They're always, like, swinging freely. It looks funny as shit to me. I don't know why, but it's, like, he always just wore, like, a shell. He, and maybe I mean, maybe I'm sure there's, like, a girdle or some shit under there, but there's no, like, padding in his pants. So they just swing loose, and it always looks... I, I, I don't know. It just reminds me of, like... Well, I'm sure you know it Some kids at like an ICP concert Or some shit or like yeah. uh, At the local gathering of the Juggalos Or the new Metal concert Or some shit
2: <laughs> Are you heartbroken? No, in that, this one that- I just I see uh, I see Wingfield going in Looking for the wall But I see Brockbank slowing it down tying it up And just Just taking a points decision
1: I got a sidetrack here Are you heartbroken That ICP is gonna they, They're on their last tour I know you got the You even got the poster behind Oh,
2: you. yeah Yeah Jay's got fucking heart problems Hasn't he? devastated
1: absolutely devastated
2: Tell told my, told my wife all about it i was like fucking fucking watch this video watch this video she doesn't give a
1: shit oh i know
2: she I know. doesn't give a shit no heartbreaking
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah fuck the, the, the whooping will be no more <laughs> yeah oh shit yeah fuck we're going to our first concert tomorrow in the, for the first time in like two years but you gonna see Oh, we're going to go see Four Years Strong. I don't even know if anybody... Fuck, people listen to this probably have no clue who that is. It was like an early... Uh, it was like mid-2000s, like 2010s-ish, uh, like, easy Core band. And they're going to be there with, like, state champs, real friends, a bunch of fucking pop punk. People are probably like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but, you know, oh, well. Um, but no, I'm hyped for it. It should be a good time. Um, but the next matchup here... Let me, oh, is my phone. wants to lock up on me. Here we go. This is a tough one. And... I think it would be closer than most people think. Um, But for the very last matchup in, what is this, round two? Yeah, round two of Fourth Line Voices Minor League Mayhem tournament is Trevor Gillies versus Marty Melnichuk. Um, I got Gillies. Again, it's
2: going to be a spectacle.
1: I got Gillies, but, I mean, I'm talking Gillies wins like six out of ten. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: And, again, I think Marty Marty's another victim of – there's not a great deal of footage out there. And right. it's kind of like... Uh, the footage that is out there, Marty's a fucking bad dude. But a lot of the reputation is kind of like folklore. These these guys who saw him week week out in the CHL and stuff like that. Right. So but the footage just isn't out there. But no, Gilly's was a legit killer. And Gillies' attitude... You're gonna struggle to find a guy to that's that's got a better attitude than Gillies towards the role. Right. And what what he knows he had to do. So you're saying best out of ten. If if it's if it's four each, Gillies is getting fired up and he's taking that fifth one to make it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can agree with it, man. And I don't know if anybody has ever embraced the role quite to the extent that Gillies did. I, he, I mean, he genuinely yeah. loved what he did and did it for years. And I, I totally forgot mm. he even played with the fucking solar Bears until fourth line voice posted that picture. I completely forgot he did. I always remember him towards the later years with uh, the stingrays out in South Carolina, but yeah, it's like, um, with Melnachuk. migre Migre. me, me,
2: Gray, me have one of his solar bears jerseys on there. Right. But now? They've took the name bar off it. It's got another guy's name bar. on. Oh, it. that's criminal. Waste.
1: That's fucking. Criminal. What a fucking waste. I was about to say, right now, that's up there, but yeah, that's that sucks, man. That's that's wrong. It was like, well, you got a Kevin Holiday jersey, but they took the fucking nameplate off of it, and so you had to put your own on there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about 73 different players wore that, and it was just, uh, I paid peanuts for that jersey, and I just got, got a holiday name bar made of and put on it. Why not? Usually, usually, I wouldn't agree with that, but it was so cheap, and it was just like, yeah.
1: Well, it's like you know, it was like me with the the Swanee Laval one. It's like, should I really have probably done it? Maybe not, but it's you know, Desormeau. I yeah. don't think anybody is really going out of their way to look for one of those, except for maybe uh, old fucking Benny out there. Ben, I know, I know, he was in here earlier. So Ben, sorry, is I he still a- watching? I don't know if he is or not. I can't. You, you can always see like the view. He needs to him.
2: sell me one of his fucking Alex Banner jerseys. Oh yeah, weapons. He does. What what's he need two for? That's that's my question.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah, that's uh. But man, Gillies over Melnichuk, and the, like he said, the thing with Melnichuk, man, is like it's almost folklorish. It's kind of like the Nick Fatio or Bob Gasoff. Like, oh, he was so tough, but you know, nobody else outside of like St. Louis says that about Gasoff. So it's like only the places that said it, or excuse me, only the places that he played were the where where you hear that from. So. Um, yeah. And there's no knock on Melnichuk. I mean, you could see some of his stuff. You know.
2: um, yeah, yeah, the limited footage that's out there. Melnichuk's
1: a killer. Yeah. Exactly. He does very well he in is. all of his fights. Um, he did, I mean, fuck, he did it really well against Steve McIntyre um, when I think Melnichuk was with the River Otters at the time. Um, or it might have been. Well, yeah, yeah, no, that was right. It was with the River Otters. Fuck. Over here, second guessing shit. But yeah, I love his fight with Brandon Christian in the Tough Guys documentary, though is you know what i think i think just that fight is there let me see because his fight with brandon christian i I just
2: love the line rock and roll for a shift big fella yeah
1: (laughs) i'll fight third period no now (laughs) yeah he's like no right now uh let's see here yeah here we go all right so it's like two minutes but Rest in pre, rest in peace to Brandon Christian. But this this clip is just funny, man. And the way he gives like Tough, the Tough
2: Guys is the best hockey documentary ever made. Oh yeah, it's
1: it's, fucking, it's fantastic. It's way... that show you can watch
2: it anytime. You will never get bored.
1: The way he gives like the Ric Flair woo at the end of this shit too is just so <laughs> oh god. All right, so here we go. Let me share it. All right. Also with Hockey Fights UK. All right, so here If we hockey
0: go. gets rid of fighting, I don't know what the game's going to turn into. It's going to be a lot of stick work, like it is now. Like I think they should. <laughs> Look at that, rocking the old skulllet. <laughs> Brandon Christian was brought to Indianapolis for one reason: to intimidate. <laughs> Tonight he's up against one of the
1: toughest. I love how that's the what League. the the documentary guy says. He's in there know, to intimidate, and then Brandon Christian's like, I'm trying to change my game this year. <laughs> like, oh, oh, Brandon.
2: First I love how he, he takes the biggest around, hack in the world like in the ref. Like nobody slashed you. So
1: oh yeah.
0: I you and I
1: shot the puck at him. Shot like the the
0: puck the at him. At? like yeah. why puck at him. You know I mean? I mean, likes to
1: be There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <right now. laughs> <laughs> well, I told him the first period, and I told him, I'm not supposed to fight you. Coach Rod just said, you know, I don't want you out there fighting if you, unless you have to. He said to me that before the game, and then we're <laughs> on the bench. He said, I don't want you fighting. I'm like, well, you know, make up your mind. You know, I you love it. You want me to fight or you don't want me to fight? I don't want you fighting. I got to agree with Kristen though, because like
1: at this point, after all this shit, stupid. is when he goes Belichuk What the fuck would the coach want him to do? Because look at him here. <coughs> like he didn't fight him at all. I'm sure
2: it's Brad Crochank he goes after try try as well. Yeah, player. it's a big hack he not, gives him.
0: Not necessarily be the enforcer, you know, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Tough guys aren't known for turning. Yeah, watch this? When Christian is punched in the face from behind, he goes after the smaller man despite telling Melanchuck <laughs> he can't fight. Melanchuck is
1: enraged. <laughs> <laughs> he threw some shit at him.
0: <laughs> Moments after getting out of the. Back, See, he just called him a receding hair prick.
2: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Oof. Here here it comes.
0: (laughs) I I might have lost the fight, but uh, I think I still can beat him up pretty bad if I get another shot at it. But he doesn't. But he never gets another shot.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, folks, if you haven't ever, you know, watched that documentary, I highly recommend it. It's called Tough Guys. And it's like 45 minutes on... Uh, YouTube and it's, I mean, it's just fucking tremendous. You can, it follows a bunch of different guys and C- it's the CHL at the time, right?
2: If if he's, yeah, yeah. It's, I was just going to say, if he's still watching, we've got to apologize to Swanee because I know he was a big Brandon Christian fan. He was. And it's a shame that we that, that we let him see him get beat up by that. So.
1: I know. Swanee was actually, I, I heard he, while in the LNH, he started the Brandon Christian fan club. So. Um, he yeah, yeah. started selling t shirts and everything like that. So and he was even selling like little skullit wigs. Because Swanee had <laughs> long hair, but he really wanted the skullit, the Brandon Christian hairstyle. <laughs> so um <laughs> But yeah, so that last matchup, man, I got uh I got I got Gillies taking it, but not by much yeah. because it's Melnichuk there. But um Yeah, so there you go, folks. There's the breakdown of the minor league mayhem tournament with fourth line voice that was the second round which i think the voting ends tonight so if you still got time and you're on twitter you can go check out the tournament and vote for who you think will you know win these matchups that we just went over we just gave you our two cents here which actually i think we agreed on all of them i don't think we differed at all
2: yeah you know i think yeah i think we did
1: oh look at that great minds think alike definitely Mm. yep but well i mean you know, I don't want to keep you too too long here, but oh, holy fuck, we've been going on for an hour. No shit. I've got another good half an hour. It's fine. Yeah, I was about to say you're probably the beers go. yeah.
2: haven't gone yet. so yeah. we'll keep going.
1: Uh, I can't believe we've gone for an hour already. I didn't mean, that fuck, time flew. Jesus Christ, we we fuck. I I shouldn't have taken that long on it because now it looks like it's a fourth line voice sponsored show, and I don't want to be associated with that <laughs> fucking thing, but. Here we are. And the most
2: amazing thing is, we, we haven't gone off the rails yet either. We've stuck to a subject. and uh... We
1: stuck to a subject. We went off the rails slightly and got back on track. But, I mean, that's all part of good fun. We got some ICP talk. We, You know, it is what it is. But, um, so let's see here. One fight I think people should see, and I can't remember if I showed it, but you, have a, you didn't even know you had it on your channel um, until I pointed it out and I forgot what made me look it up one day. Um, I remember you because
2: you had the jersey. You was I, asking me if I had the fire.
1: I says no, I don't think so. He said no, it's on your YouTube channel. <laughs>
2: YouTube, you
1: fucking dunce. Um, so folks, this is the LNH we're talking here. And you know, me and John are big fans of the Quebec League. We both, collect, you know, he you can't see it here, but he's got his Link Gates paramedic jersey on the side there. Uh, I got my Gates jersey. We both collect uh, LNH jerseys, collect LNH memorabilia. And we're huge fans of it, but John actually runs his own YouTube channel called Classic Quebec League Violence. I can't think of a better YouTube channel out there, um, and he uploads plenty of footage. But the backstory on this was: so I had purchased this the jersey that Barasti is wearing in this um, in this video, which is actually this. This came in the the package where fuck you and I bought some sick jerseys from that dude in Germany. And yeah. we got we got lucky though because I don't know if the dude is watching or listening, but I've, that dude is known to rip people off. But we somehow yeah, there's got some, the only there's some shady stories about that guy. Yeah, but somehow, someone we got the legit shit. So, folks, the Quebec League lives on as far as beating being shady because I mean I had to like transfer our money through PayPal into like German or I think it was euros. It was what it went into because it was like the German funding, which I think they use euros. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, and it was like through a middleman, so I was like, we're gonna put like the goods and services on this, but I'm texting John because he had said he had a few jerseys, and it was the Varhog, and I got the
2: Varhog and the Dubay Radio Dubay,
1: That's right. I'm jealous. I I need a Radio X jersey still, but I had a Morasti. Well, I still have that one in the Boss a. Um bosse I had sold to uh Steve himself, so you know, hopefully he's got that on display at his house or on his fucking what is it? Like the wood chipping industry that he runs up there out in Quebec. Um, but basically the Morassi Jersey that was used in this, in this video, I was looking for footage of it just to try to match it or whatever. And I had heard about this fight forever ago. It was from um, Brad Lambert of all people <laughs> who, uh yeah, well, that's, well, that's another story for another time folks. Um, but I heard it from Brad Lambert and I'd never seen the footage and, I would asked John about it, and John's like, no, I've I've never seen that footage either. Well, sure as shit, here we are. I'll share the screen. Go to this fucking Putz's YouTube channel at Classic Quebec League (laughs) Violence, and here it is. Read him and weep. John Morasti versus Louis Bedard, and the backstory is it's teddy bear toss tonight, but this is the LNA, so they don't toss it after a goal. (laughs) There we go. coming up right here. You got Bedard in the dark and you got uh Morassi in the white jersey here.
2: See Morassi and um, Bedard, that's gonna be exciting every time. Oh yeah.
1: Well it's funny because they stop and they even you know put on the show, take off their helmets. Oh, WHL 14 game suspension automatically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta say, hold on. Let me see if it comes around again. Was but does Bedard have like the mirrored fucking visor on?
2: Oh, Everybody had a fucking
1: tinted visor I know everybody had a visor But that looks extra like That's like that Ovechkin reflector Like create a player visor It looked like Bedard had on (laughs) Sorry (laughs) That's tremendous Yeah it was
2: 0405 Everybody in that league Had fucking tinted visors Or blue
1: visors (laughs) It was going to come off anyway Yeah Well maybe not in Bedard's case It does eventually There it goes But here we go. I'll turn the volume up to blow everybody's ear drums on this with the cheap air horns and shit. You see the teddy bears coming on in the background now.
2: What always amazes me about uh, about Badar as well, and I'd love to see some footage, but he spent a little bit of time in the QSPHL in 98, 99. I bet he was killing guys in that league at that time.
1: Oh, I bet he was. And I, I, I got to come clean here. I made a mistake about Bedard the other episode. I think it was, oh, it was on Darren's episode. I couldn't remember what team it was. I remember it had the uh, the Jester on the, on the front of it, and it was actually uh, the Newcastle Jester's, correct? that's the team that it, yes that was the team. it was it was but I you said, was kind
2: of right because newcastle was owned by that team who you, So I,
1: that makes more sense it was, they uh, the yeah L- yeah their team.
2: owner because because basically um what you, what you, what you, what you, yeah it was before that it was 90 99 2000 when they first got the team mm-hmm. they sent a bunch of Finnish guys like literally the whole team was Finnish guys and then they had clayton norris <laughs>
1: and Clayton Norris yeah got a lot yeah Yeah. so I made the mistake I said I said he played for Yo Creed at the time and as soon as I said I was like that why doesn't that sound right but uh, I just went with it because it was like towards the end of the episode we were already going for like two hours I had to piss like a fucking racehorse so I was like whatever cut it wrap it fucking print it let's go Um, (laughs) so sorry for folks out there who ever listened to that and was probably like this dude's a fucking idiot Um, but no so yeah he played for Newcastle is what it was um but we got to check out this footage. Now, what's the name of it? It's on your channel. It's going to be the uh, of Jarrett Burnett throwing the net at the goalie. And we're going to look at a guy who was banned, who, of course, he was the NHL, um, AHL guy. And he was banned from the league after this shit. But everybody, nobody's seen it. Well, I shouldn't say nobody's seen it, but everybody is still kind of new to it. Not many people have seen it still. But do you remember it was versus the CRS Express, right?
2: Yeah. So, uh, so just, uh, Saint Jean, uh, CRS brawl. I think I would have put it up.
1: Saint Jean. Oh, no, I
2: would have put Saint George. I'd have put uh, Saint Jean versus Saint George brawl.
1: Saint Jean versus Saint. I gotta get in the mind of a drunk British person uploading Quebec League fights of what they would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me see here. Um, where's Saint George? Oh, let me like look at brawl. Real professional podcast we're running here. Oh, there it is. That's Burnett. There we go. And the beautiful cutoff. Here we go. Right. Oh, no. The net was already off. Fuck. Where is it at? Angle one. I think this might be it. I just got to skip to it.
2: I tell you what, the best thing to do, the best thing to do is search It's Simon Maynard his channel because he has the complete game up really? because my clip, I kind of crop it together. Because I've got a brief clip of him throwing the net, and then I've got the brawl, but it's separate you, so I have kind of cropped it together, and it's different cameras. But he has the actual game tape.
1: Fuck, is it M A Y N A R D? I think is what it is, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. This has got. He has a that shit ton good. of complete yeah. LNH
1: game. Um, let me go to the fucking brawl part. All right, so here we go, folks. It's right around here. This looks like, is that Cote fighting Cote and Christian or was it? Oh no, that might've been Burnett and Christian fighting in that game.
2: Yeah. It was later on. Cause it was like, there's kind of like a little line brawl. And then the refs are spending a lot of time sorting the penalties he and does. then Burnett just hops the box and it's on. <laughs> All
1: right. So here we go. I got it now. Share this screen. All right, so this is this is the footage of Saint George versus Saint Jean. It was the Chiefs, and this was the CRS Express. Which those jerseys are fucking sweet, and they're rare to come by. Those damn set with the city. yeah, they so are. and everything. Here we go. So this right here, is thirty-two. That's, is this that's Alex? Is this is this
2: the, this is the brawl after, isn't it? Oh, no,
1: that's Rabi. Yeah, that's Rabi and Christian going at it ninety-two. I thought it was 32.
2: So if, no, if you want to find the if you want to find the net throw, it's literally.
1: Yeah, yeah. Skip oh, forward shit. again. So, uh,
2: oh man, there was multiple brawls in the game. Skip forward. There was multiple brawls,
1: so and there then there's
2: a bit in the in the penalty box. It's after this fight, yeah. Something in Lawson fight, so and then there's after there's that Burnett. one, the
1: <laughs> I got uh, cue the Pantera.
2: <laughs> Look at Bossy about to pop somebody. Oh yeah.
1: There's but no i probably
2: i'd probably skip it forward a few a few minutes here? because literally they're trying to they're trying to stop penalties out for like five minutes
1: let's see here yeah so
2: go back briefly take it back like a minute at a time till it they just, just sort it out in the penalty box go back again two minutes
1: Oh, I th- yeah, there play, it there. play yep, there. There we go. I seen it. All right, so and here then, we go. Yeah, folks. The,
2: be- the bench on there. What you look at the right hand side. Here we go.
1: Yeah, there goes, Burnett Right there. <laughs> here he goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just literally oh, throws God. the
1: net at the fucking goalie, and then everybody, and then all hell breaks loose again. I forgot that. There, I have never seen the the game footage. I didn't know there was there was two brawls like in the game.
2: Well, there was a brawl right before this happened. Yes. There was a brawl, and then the referees trying to sort the penalties, and then Sugdom fights Tyler Lawson, and then they go back to trying to sort the penalties, and then yeah, everything just rabby goes rabby crazy. Shit. Yeah.
1: Oh man, just the way he—I gotta see that again. The way he just hops it, like I, Rook, i want to know how much money he was getting for this because you know some shit went down in the locker room before that where coach was probably or like the GM was just like you know. Hey, uh, you're here for a reason, bud. Go start some shit.
2: Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. With some, uh, there was some incentive going. There had to be. Yeah,
1: here's brunette right here, <laughs> sitting there sorting it out. And then they're like bullshitting. And, well, he's in the penalty box too. Because this is the- his hands
2: busted up at this point as well. If you see, if you see the photo, yes, his hands are yeah. taped up. His fingers are all
1: taped up, and he's still going out there to do this shit. <laughs> got mm. Gotta love it. Where is it at? I think he's about to do it. He's sitting there. Oh, he's sitting down now and he's like, you know, relaxed or whatever. Yeah, it's coming up here. But man, it's, if everybody has ever seen that photo of his hand in this, go check it out. It's like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a mangled hand like that before in, in hockey. It's brutal. So here he goes. He casually just, <laughs> he casually just fucking puts his leg over and goes and just throws the net at the goalie. Unbelievable. <laughs> like he did it. He did it so casually. It wasn't like he, he was on a mission immediately. He just kind of was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go do this now. <laughs> oh man, fucking beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I want to Love it. I haven't. You'll seen never it,
2: see anything else like that league.
1: No, no. It's, even now it's a shadow of itself. But Yeah. I mean which I mean speaking of that league, McMorrow just signed with three L. Yeah. Mean, I know I've said the name wrong multiple times, but like the Riviered Loop, I think that's how I pronounce it ish. So I mean McMorrow signed, Lacquer's still on uh Sorel and fuck, somebody just posted. I might be able to find it on, on here. Somebody Yeah, just somebody put it on the
2: group, list. didn't they? Like a breakdown of it. Uh, I know Paquette's in uh Piquet and Clujet are in Laval.
1: Yeah. I don't know about Bordelot. I haven't heard anything about Bordelot. For, Bordelot we're talking about is the NHL Bordelot for people listening. Yeah, the last I heard about Bordelot, he was in prison. Yeah, he was in, uh, he was in jail or something He, like that. he extorted his father-in-law. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, that's
2: what he got sent out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> extorted the father-in-law. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Let's see here if I can go back. Oh, here we go. All right, so it was uh, Francois. Francois, very good dude. Always comments on stuff and uh, you know gives some good feedback. He says, for those who still follow the league, it looks like the L&H is back, and it's got some enforcer moves slash shinings. Um, <clears throat> Sean McMorrow, eh, formerly of jean um uh, to Rivier de Loup. Thomas Belmare back for Tetford. Uh, Lacroix back for Sorrell. Cloutier, Chris Cloutier, back for Laval. Cloutier's been in the league for a minute too, I think. Um, Forever, Dave. I I, sorry if this isn't the French pronunciation, but Hamel is what I always say for is back for Saint uh, Saint George, and then Verpols. I don't former ECHL, AHL, now signed to Jean Pierre. Yeah,
2: where did he play? He fought a bit. Um, I remember the name. Yeah, he fought a bit in the
1: ECHL.
2: I know they mean, but I can't think. I have no idea how he
1: pronounced it yeah let me see here if I could find out where he played uh so in the coast he played for Bakersfield and Norfolk I mean pretty recently this is like 1415 the last team he was on was in the ECHL circa 1920 um he was on Adirondack and Fort Wayne so I mean pretty recent he put up pims in the queue in the queue I mean that's big pims for that time I mean this is 2010 2011. Yeah. 159, 173, 115. So, I mean, decent Pims. So, I mean, that's good. But the league – I mean, that's really it for, like, tough guys in that league. I get there's only six six teams, but back in the day, there still wasn't that many teams. And, I mean, each team had, like, seven or eight guys. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Uh, so, good times,
2: though. Good times.
1: Yeah, Ben said but- Bortolo's not coming back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I guess Bortolo's out. Oh, and then he said – Okay. Uh, Laval okay. has Poulin, Cloutier, and Paquette, so there's that. Actually, I remember I remember those names now that he says them. Um, I don't know if I'll be renewing I, my LNH TV package. One, it's hard to navigate the site because it's all in French and my English ass yeah. can't, can't fucking navigate it. I know there's a way to switch it to English you can, but then, like, you got to find the right button. I've only done it, like, three times, <laughs> but all, my money, my money for hockey this year will probably be going towards the fucking Everblades or some shit. Um, for their like TV package, but who knows? You got the fucking fight rules in that league too, so it's brutal. It's all brutal.
2: See, that's the thing about the ECHL one because, like I said, I've seen quite a few Solar Bears games, and it was always, even if there wasn't a fight in the game, it was always entertaining because the ref the referees call nothing; and they just let it go, and that's Man. what that's what makes your entertaining game just letting things go.
1: Hopefully this, this cross-checking crackdown that they just had doesn't trickle its way down into the AHL and the ECHL. Because, I mean... And I, I forget what the... It was actually a really good video on it on YouTube. I forget it At first it started off as like they were talking about the Rob Ray rule and it was just some dude who made a video on different rules because of shit in the NHL. Like certain events caused rule changes and the Mathot slash on... Or excuse me, the, the Crosby slash on the thoughts finger... When it was like, he pretty much tore the fucking, the very tip of his fucking pinky off or whatever in the slash. There wasn't a direct, like there's nothing written in the rule book on it saying to like enforce it more. But basically the NHL came down with the crackdown. And if you look at like the years before that leading up to it, it was like how many slashing calls, or excuse me, how many calls were made for slashing throughout the entire year. It was something like, you know, oh, 400, 500, 600, 400, something like that. That next year after that, it was up to like 1,400. So it's like, are we going to see that again with this cross-checking bullshit? Which I, I'm not even going to tune into anything. You,
2: you will the first two months, but then I don't see how you can call that and let the game flow. Because a D man in front of the net, you've got a guy screening the goalie. Nothing aggressive, but the first thing he's going to do, he's going to push that goalie. But the, uh, he's going to push that player out from there. Right. Who's screening the goalie. But to push that guy, he's got two hands in his stick and he's going to push him like that. Are they going to call that as a cross check?
1: Exactly. It's like, well,
2: if, if you're going to call that, they may as well just fucking. May as well just take the whole game to a shootout.
1: <laughs> it's, mean, it's going to be a revolving door of fucking. I, I think I said it. It's just going to turn into teams rotating five on fours. It's like, okay, our power yeah. play is over. Your turn. It's what it's going to be. And I'm sorry. Everybody I, I, pays their money
2: to watch fucking special teams. Everybody does. So, yeah. Yeah, You're on the right track here.
1: Yeah, that's what I go for. That's what I'm saying. I don't get this whole... And I know Ken Campbell was fucking, you know, priest for years. If you call the game by the rule book, this wouldn't happen. If you call the game by the rule book, there's going to be 800 fucking whistles a game. I'm sorry. It's just how it's going to yeah. go. Like, the slashing and the cross-checking. The slashing is already weak as shit. You, I see some of the slashing calls, excuse me, in the NHL today, and it's fucking brutal. I can only imagine the... Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I will say, exactly. some of the cross-checks that didn't get called, definitely probably should have been. I mean, they were blatant, if we're being honest. You could have called it, but at the same time, it's it's like, because this happened, we're going to go overboard, and now it's going to become the ticky-tack cross-check calls, like you said. Just moving a guy from the front of the net, you're going to get called for, it, probably. That's just how it's going to go.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. Stupid. But look at the fans. In any building, in any hockey game, the most excited they get is when you have a series of events and the game's flowing. You've got a big hit in the corner. No call. You've got a big hit in return. No call. Then you've got a bit of a niggle. Arm stays down. Everybody's excited. That's the game that is going to bring in the fans. That's the game. that's, That's what sells the game. But they want to take all that out. It's fucking
1: stupid. Yeah, Swanee Swanee just said the NHL already has no flow, so don't waste your time. No, I agree. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, there's two games I am tuning into for the NHL this year. And I think I said it in the last episode I had. But the first one is going to be the Capitals and Rangers' first game. Because... I know I went over this before. I don't think Wilson and Reeves fight more than fucking three times this entire season. I'm sorry. They both had four fights total for the entirety of last season. They won't
2: even fight three times. You'll no, be lucky if I'd they fight once.
1: I, say, I think they're going to fight once in the opening game just because there's so much pressure on that situation now. I think they're almost going to.
2: I, th- I think Wilson will play it down like, oh, yeah, I'm not here for this side show. And he'll play it down like that. I did. not yeah. I, I, I just can't see it happening.
1: I think they go once that's in the all. first game. Then after that, it's a flip a coin if you think they're going to go. I, I mean, whatever. But I think the first game they go, and actually the only other game I'm interested in watching is the first game between the Panthers and the Lightning. And that's because if – and I, I commented on this multiple times during the playoffs. If anybody actually watched the Lightning and Panthers series – um the first like 3 those especially it was the first two games it started to slow down but the first two games is how fucking hockey should be played it was hitting yeah, yeah. there was no fucking calls it was just hitting left and right they were letting them you know let them play as they say in the playoffs that was the most fun i've had watching an nhl game since like 2011 with the lightning that was solid good fun hockey and then slowly but surely the NHL stepped in. You know, more calls started going and shit like that. But then, of course, it became you got to win the playoff series at the same time. This is the first round, so uh, I mean, I get it to a certain extent. I still think you should be hit yeah. every fucking every time. But I mean, you just had it out there in Nottingham. I actually, I gotta give me your your lovely review because you just attended the game out there. So how fun was that to go to?
2: Oh, it was fucking brutal. <laughs> it was fucking brutal, and it's like Sheffield are really soft nothing you know, even really soft, so I wasn't really expecting too much. But it's the first game of the year. It was, it was it was a glorified preseason game, but still, I remember the days when preseason games would be a war. Preseason games, you'd see four or five fights because everybody's trying to make a name for himself. But no, this they, it was the whole first period. I don't I don't even think I saw like a real hit, and um, and the, yeah yeah the Panthers goalie got knocked over. And it was on it was on an icing call, so it was after after the after the whistle as well. Everybody kind of jumps in, but you can see everybody is there and they're doing the hardest not to have to drop the gloves. That's the thing. It's but then the, the Panthers goalie comes in, he's throwing blocker shots at the guy. So he's pissed off, so something's happened. Yeah. So all these guys who's doing everything they possibly can to avoid dropping the gloves. I just don't get... They've, they've, You've let your goalie down there. Why is your goalie doing this? Right. Uh, but yeah, make it even worse. The next night, they played again, and there was nothing in that game.
1: Oh, see, he, like the dude who ran the goalie should be public enemy number one the next game, but of course that's not how yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, so and good. I was... It's funny because it's like, you know, the NHL wants to sell rivalries, but then when rivalry shit happens is when they step in. It's like, what are we doing? Because I remember it was in the playoffs with, with Maroon and Martin. I remember that everybody was giving them shit about their fight they had. I'm like, well, they were ready to go when they actually squared off, and then the linesman broke it up. And I'm not saying Maroon and Martin are fucking – it's not going to be Tasker and Sen, of course, but yeah, they're two heavier weights. I, I mean, I'd probably classify them as both middleweights in today's standards, but heavy – well, actually, with today's standards, heavyweights, but – When they initially squared off and were ready to fucking go, the refs broke it up. So now they had to go at the very end of their shift, tired as fuck, after like a scrum had happened and then they separated. Well, they didn't even separate. They just got together, dropped the gloves, and like a few punches were thrown. And, you know, people are just, they don't understand it because people are like, what kind of fucking fight was that? That was lame. I'm like, well, you can thank the NHL for that. That's the whole reason that just happened. You can thank the linesmen because they're at the end of their shift. They're already in a scrum. They're already tired at the end of their shift, and now you got them doing extracurricular shit, and then they fight after. So, what do you think? Just fucking. What do you think's gonna happen? They're out of gas already. Yeah. So you 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 neutered it.
2: And just back to the Panthers Sheffield game last week. I don't think it pissed me off is the Panthers advertised this game, and the and the tagline was guaranteed to be a feisty encounter. So <laughs> like, you fucking sign nothing. Right. Yeah, they like to live off it, but they won't do
1: it anymore. It's fucking bullshit. It's
2: hockey's doing a little secret. That's what. That's what the tough it, guys are. will mean,
1: they'll, they'll sell the rivalries with fights and uh, you know hard hits and clips. But then as soon as you watch the game, it's the complete opposite of what you were just sold. It's false advertising, is what it really is, honestly. But yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely.
2: For the game, the scoreboard. They've got the video on the scoreboard. Yep. There's loads of fight clips in there.
1: And then all the hits and shit are like sped up a little bit by like, you know, point like two five so it looks yeah. faster and harder. Oh yeah, fucking A. Yep. Fucking it is what it is. Whatever. It's what we gotta fucking deal with today, unfortunately. But uh I know you got work tomorrow, man. Fuck, we've been going on for an hour and a half. We did a lot better than I thought we did. Like I said, the first whole hour was breaking down goddamn Darren's fight thing, so I'm I'm a little disappointed that we we pumped the tires on his fucking show. He's not even in here, so we could talk as much shit as we want. Remember, folks, if you didn't like that somebody wasn't in that tournament, you can take all your complaints to fourth line voice. He's always ready for, you know, uh, harsh criticism and feedback on the tournament. So if you didn't like it that a guy wasn't in there, please let him know.
2: <laughs> Definitely. He's, he's always looking for feedback. Always looking for feedback on decision making.
1: So. For sure. And make sure you go flood uh, uh, Curtis Swanson's DMs with a bunch of Brandon Christian photos. He is still trying <laughs> to get the, uh, the fan club back up. So make sure you get that going again. Um, but man, it's been it's been a fun time. It's always fun. Times. Yeah, it's been but, great. I've enjoyed it definitely. Whenever you're, you know, not being a fucking asshole and going to work the next day, we'll really get after it here. And you know, the shit show can really happen then. I'm yeah, serious. definitely. We'll do, we'll do it again. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll get I'll, I'll get you back on. Absolutely. Um, but thanks, man. It's been great. So
2: it has been fun. Thank you very much. For your right oh,
0: You got